This week on Let's Be Honest, we hear from Rachel Clark, founder of Nut and Noggin. She has some advice that will resonate with most startup founders. You can obsess and obsess about getting your product or service perfect before you launch. But are you just wasting valuable time that would be better spent selling and honing a proposition as you grow? Should you just take the plunge already? Over to Rachel. So how did you get your first customer? And who, do you know who the first person was that bought a bar? I do. I know exactly who it was. Um, it's a friend. <laughs> and it's a guy as well. So so it's probably about 98% of our customers are women. Um, but he'd actually very kindly bought it for his wife. Um, and we set up, well, set up, um, basically the, the product arrived the day before Black Friday 2019. So it was like, my husband, had, we were chatting about it and um, he said, you're going to have to launch this weekend. And I was like, well, I don't feel ready. I'm not ready. You know, we had a thousand things to do on the website and then email list and marketing and, you know, and I thought, oh my God, he's right. We're going to have to do it. <laughs> so we actually launched inadvertently on Black Friday um, 2019, which was totally unplanned. Um, but yeah, when we started getting customers, it was friends at first. I was like, oh God, okay, this is, you know, everyone that we know um and then it was when you started seeing people that i didn't actually know of or coming through i was like oh my god this is actually <laughs> this is actually going to sell you know this is actually working so far so good and um, so that was so exciting just to be able to know that people were responding to it and and want you know wanting to join in um to get the shampoo bars but also to give back so so yeah those were that was really exciting time very stressful as well <laughs> When it's not just your best mate buying 50 bars, it's actually a complete stranger. So you're exactly. like, yes, yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. this works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was still very disappointed with my mum. She was like, I said, well, where, where were you, mum? You know, <laughs> she didn't even buy one that weekend. She said, well, I thought you'd bring me one. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what, so, yeah. what did you do to reach the strangers? Because presumably you might have sent some emails or done some social media posts to your immediate network and your friends. But then how did you reach everyone else yeah it's a great question so i'd researched it with to within an inch of its life you know how are we going to get the the message out there you know what's working at the moment which other brands are doing what so um i'd heard um i think it was tim ferris on his podcast talking about the launch of harry's um which is a really cool shaving brand men's shaving brand and they've really taken on um, the likes of gillette and they just did a great job in terms of launching it and marketing it and he actually shared the whole case study of, of what they did um, in the States, which was um, to create kind of a giveaway uh, and to really build your email list before any sort of launch. So I knew that email was going to be a really important um, way of communicating with our customers. And, and also it's just a really direct way to let people know what's going on and give behind the scenes updates and things like that. So, so we'd grown a, an email list to about, I think we had about 600 names on it. Um, you know, probably 100 were friends and family. And then obviously I'd asked for, you know, people to forward things and if they knew of anyone else that they thought would be interested. Um, and we did a, a little giveaway. So we actually gave away um, a spa day, which obviously would be bang on for our target audience. So we, we launched to an email list, but it was a, a small but perfectly formed one. Um, and then after that, it was very much trying to get some press and... Um, looking at things like Facebook and Instagram advertising as well. And we kind of continue to do all that, but it's um, you can't do everything on day one. 
And it's expensive, isn't it? Because social yeah. media adverts, I mean, it used to be pittance and now it can really just drain your entire marketing budget. Absolutely, yeah. You have to be so careful not to just blow all your all your budget on social media. So so we go in sort of um, 90 day sprints, I call it, and um, we'll look at, we're very careful to not overspend on Facebook ads because we've already got quite a low um average order value in terms of how much people are actually spending on you know it's, it's shampoo it's not kind of I don't know Cartier watch so a Ferrari <laughs> yeah a Ferrari um so you've already got a, a lower spend and and how much you can spend on your marketing so you have to be really careful that it's actually working uh, and just making the most of of your marketing um books so yeah absolutely we've got to keep a real close eye on that that's interesting so did you have like a metric that you use that like the maximum spend per conversion like knowing how much your audience will spend in an average basket so that's the maximum you can you can spend to convert did you get as nitty-gritty as that yeah absolutely I mean I'm not a finances person but I've quickly become one because you know when you're looking at your stats and you're looking at your sales versus your marketing spend then all of a sudden you're like right actually how much profit is each say shampoo bar generating and how much do we have to spend on um advertising or or free product or influencers and things like that so so yeah we absolutely get totally nitty-gritty on the cost per acquisition it's an ongoing process because obviously you don't know what everything's going to cost at first you've got costs coming in left right and center for you know design work branding website um as much as you can try and do yourself but um but yes, yeah, it, so it takes a while to kind of filter through and know what your actual profit margins are. Um, but yeah, it's been a real blessing of fire in that respect in terms of getting the financials up to speed and, and being able to forecast um, for what we can do in future as well. Love these sage sound advice teasers? Check out the full episodes, which are packed with insights like these. Subscribe to Sound Advice on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.